Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, welcome to Concussion Dog Podcast, episode 135. I'm talking to Richard Tedeschi. I just should check before we were just talking. I should check before make sure nothing said name correctly. Richard Tedeschi, Tedeschi, or Dr. Richard Tedeschi, Richard Tedeschi, PhD. By the way, he's going to talk about post traumatic growth, which he wrote an article about that. It really defines the five responses, five, five main responses to post traumatic growth in. 1996, I believe with his partner Lawrence Calhoun, and uh, they talk about what, what I mean. We'll, we'll discuss further, and I've, this is something I thought I have experienced, so we'll talk about that further. But first, before I talk, before I actually introduce our guest, I will thank our sponsor, Headshake Health. Headshake Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations, join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing. The Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada rely on Hedgeck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit hedgehell.com for more. And now, with that, I'm going to thank you so much, Richard Desky, Dr. Desky, Richard Desky, I'm not sure if you're going to before I introduce you. So, say thank all the doctor, Dr. Desky, if I just need it. I'll say thank that. So, uh, yes, welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much. And would you just like to, I guess, first briefly, I think I support, but just briefly, your your background, actually, and also, what is post-traumatic growth? So, I guess I'll get to answer both at once. And okay. Okay, Nick. Um, as, you, uh, as you mentioned, I've been studying post-traumatic growth for many years, uh, Myself and my colleague, Lawrence Calhoun at University of North Carolina, Charlotte, uh, worked on this concept, um, defined it, named it back uh, starting in the 1980s and, uh, and coined the term in the uh, 1990s. Um, and um, we've been looking at the concept of post-traumatic growth through our research there and then more recently, in my work at the Boulder Crest Institute for Post-Traumatic Growth, uh, applying this in work with military service veterans and first responders, people with trauma histories. And um, we have found then that um, 
this concept of post-traumatic growth applies to people with all kinds of traumas. Um, our combat veterans that we've talked about, uh, people have gone through natural disasters, uh, uh, accidents and injuries, uh, like we're talking about here, um, illnesses of various kinds, life-threatening events, um, divorces, uh, all sorts of things. Um, and, um, and this post-traumatic growth represents a personal transformation that happens because of the struggle in the aftermath of these kinds mm -hmm. of events, the struggle with uh, the changed realities that people are confronted with and what it is that um, uh, their life course um, is, is oriented towards because the old life uh, has been disrupted um, by these, these events. So that's what we've been interested in, these personal transformations and uh, what happens in the aftermath of trauma that uh, creates these important positive personal changes. Um, right. In spite of the fact that there are losses and difficulties. Yes, exactly. And as mentioned before and to you before we started this, that I felt like I've gone through this. I know it takes a long time to get to have to it. Just these, I know you you and you and Dr. and I, your colleague Dr. Calhoun have also uh written down or do you notice the wrong word that I'm trying to use, but uh, the five five main responses to the five key responses that you find as post traumatic growth are just Personal strength, recognizing your own personal strength, uh, spiritual change, um, new possibilities in life, your strong relationships to other people, and a greater appreciation of life in general. So, can you just go into that a bit more generally, and uh, and just how, yeah, does that? Sure. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's correct. So let let me go through those five responses. So. What we found out in our research uh, when we talked to uh, trauma survivors, um, originally we had talked to people who had suffered physical disabilities in adulthood uh, or have been where older people had been bereaved. Um, in our interviews with them, they mentioned some of these kinds of changes. And when we started to look more closely statistically at this, it came down to these five areas. Um, so not everybody uh, changes in all these ways. There's a lot of individual variation on this. Uh, some people change more in one way than another. But among the five, we have first uh, people sometimes uh, recognizing their personal strength in ways that they had not been able to see before. Um, they say things like, if I've gotten through this, I can get through anything. Uh, or I didn't realize how strong I was, or going through this made me stronger because of all that I had to deal with, mm -hmm. things of that kind. Yeah. So a sense of personal strength beyond what they had recognized in themselves before is one type of outcome that we see that we call post-traumatic growth. Right. A, second, a second outcome that we see is what we called uh, new possibilities. And this is where people, uh, because of the changes in their lives, uh, are directed in 
to a different kind of path or have new priorities or interests that they pursue, often because the things that they used to do are no longer available to them yeah. for some reason or another. Exactly. So they're kind of almost forced in a new direction. Or sometimes they just see that um, what they used to do just isn't as important to them as it used to be. Right. And they set out on a new life path and do things that are different or have more meaning or importance to them. Um, so those possibilities sometimes open up uh, to people in the aftermath of some of these traumatic events, new possibilities. Right. A third area that we found that people reported to us, uh, we called spiritual and existential change. And this again has to do with people recognizing something different about living well uh, than they had been able to see before. So by existential change, we mean um, when people start to ask questions about things like their purpose in life, the meaning of their life, um, why they exist, like what their life is supposed to be about. And these, off, these questions also can get them into sometimes spiritual or theological issues, um, questions about God's plan for them or what they should believe about the spiritual realm or the divine. Um, sometimes because people have encountered events that have been essentially near-death experiences or mm -hmm. made them, reminded them of their mortality um, or they have been bereaved or lost someone. And in those kinds of circumstances, people start to think about the spiritual realm and life and death and what it means to live life well. And asking those questions can sometimes propel them towards a, a different perspective and ways of um, living their lives and how they devote themselves to certain kinds of causes or priorities. Um, so now another aspect of post-traumatic growth that people sometimes report um, is appreciation, a greater appreciation for life. Um, because very often people find that they've been through a, a loss or losses and because they're acutely aware of what they've lost, they can become more grateful for what they still have. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this perspective of gratitude and appreciation for what you have can sometimes come after you've experienced loss yeah. um, because you recognize that maybe you had taken things for granted and hadn't really considered how fortunate you are in your life in various ways. And now that's become more apparent. Uh, so that greater appreciation of life, <clears throat> not taking things for granted, being more grateful. So is another type of change. Right, and I'll come back to you. It feels like the last appreciation of life is more of a kind of a synopsis of those other four, or those other four responses is appreciate as you realize your person strength and you realize there are so many possibilities in life. and. You're, if you have this spiritual awakening, your spirits change, then there's that too. And you're, 
deepening relationships with other people. There's also you know, with all that together, you kind of appreciate life more. Just because yeah, I think that's yeah, I think that's true. That um, all these aspects include some degree of appreciation for things, or different. Certainly, a, sh a shift in perspective. Yeah, in all these areas, and and the fifth one I hadn't mentioned yet is a change in your relationships with other people. Um, this is where people become more uh, empathic, maybe, or more understanding, or more compassionate for people because they've been through something very difficult and maybe feel more connected with other people who've been through something similar or been through difficulties in their lives. Or or maybe they become closer to other people because in the aftermath of their traumatic circumstances, someone has responded to them well and been supportive or helpful um, and has allowed them to grow closer um, or yeah. be more open to people because they've needed support and help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all these all these things do involve <clears throat> a shift in <clears throat> excuse me a shift in perspective, and um, and sometimes that shift um, produces a sense of uh, gratitude and appreciation. Right, no, that makes sense. I know for, for me this is a bit weird because for me, whereas I like I might end the podcast and my website is called Concussion Talk. Um, but some people who had a concussion, you find the people that people, nobody recognizes, they, they can't see their injuries and visible injury and all this, and, uh, and nobody's recognizing it, so they want more. But as I would say, the, that there's like more of a sense of uh, of just of just people not recognizing them, minding, not, not wanting pity, but where they want more people to recognize their injury. They get the sort of pity and people feeling bad for them, which they which they, they don't like and sure until immediately they may find they finally some recognize me but recognize that I'm injured, but they don't in the end pity is just I find well this, I'm thinking for myself because I found the first time the my thing is for that more severe injury. So there's no it was obvious that I was injured that I did have a major disability inflicted. So it was it was it wasn't like it was I was never looking for people to recognize ministry. And so when the pity came, it quickly became a bit more, it quickly became annoying that I just, um, you know, but I was doing bad then, so it wasn't that bad. But as the time went on, it's been uh, 19 years, and as uh, which happened before this, but pity was just something that really, really rankled me. It was really annoyed by people pitying me and wanted to say that. No, look, I'm fine. fine. I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. It's the best I've felt ever in my life. And this, I feel like it is the post my growth. This more appreciation of life and these new possibilities and uh, and personal strength. And uh, yeah, so I'm just and relationships. I was, I think, not they were ever in bad way, but they've gone deeper. And uh, so yeah, so it's just just all that, just that that the uh, the the new like the understanding that that's just. Do you feel like that? Do you feel you feel like just like you said, you know, appreciate appreciation of life and just a not new patient life? I always appreciate it, but we're just more connected, I feel, with everything, just people, everything. So, and, and I know you you, you work in associated Boulder, Boulder Crest, which we'll mention more later on, which I encourage anyone, especially in the uh, 
military or police or any first responders, EMTs, hospital, anything. Just want to want to learn about that more, and just and I would love to help try to get that stuff in Canada more, especially in Newfoundland. And I feel like I feel like there's a really good opportunity. Fortunately, now Newfoundland is where it's located geographically, hinders how you can get um, how easy it is to get people here, but it's still I think it's a great it's a great place to to start, and I'd love to help get that message here. But I wanted to, I wanted to get you more explain explain more about you were talking because you're as a psychologist, you know, so you want to help people. So how can you encourage this sort of post-traumatic growth in in people who have just suffered? For example, on my west coast of the sound, there's a devastating hurricane that yes. we, have, we have talked about. So uh, how can how can you encourage that? And I know we can't encourage right away because people are just coping with their loss right away. But how can it be encouraged as in a psychological standpoint? Well, um... quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is where uh, we have learned that facilitating and encouraging these growth processes uh, is something that um, anybody can be involved in. You don't have to be a psychologist like me to be able to uh, facilitate that. So in fact, at Bouldercrest, our programs for veterans and first responders are all run by veterans and first responders themselves, not by me. Right. Um, I help train and develop things and evaluate things, but um, the programs themselves are run by the peers, the people who been there, understand, know, been there themselves, you know. Um, so this, this post-traumatic growth process is facilitated most effectively when 
people uh, who go through trauma find an expert expert companion, right? Exactly, find yeah. an expert companion. That's yeah. exactly what I was about to say. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so this is where we emphasize companionship. Someone who can be with another person is going through this. Um, who can be a good listener. Um, who can show compassion and understanding. Who has humility to realize that they can't fix things or know the answers to things. Um, they're not so much an advice giver, not that so much as a companion who wants to learn what it's like for that trauma survivor to go through what they're yeah, going through. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and their version of this, you know, just like you were talking about earlier with me, um, with your concussion podcast here, um, you realize that people have all kinds of different experiences with brain injury. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of um, degrees of this and different personal experiences with it. And, um, and so you have to understand what one person's experience is like and not assume it's just like yours or yeah. somebody else that you would know. Exactly. Yeah. So learning, learning from people, being such a good listener uh, to realize that you've got to understand and learn by being with someone for some period of time and, and being a good listener. Um, that's an important part of expert companionship. And when you do that with someone, you facilitate growth because they you can start to be more open and talk more openly about what they've been through, um, knowing that it's a safe environment or a safe relationship to, um, to be in and to start to explore not only what happened to me, but what's going to happen next? What, what should I do? How can I move forward? Where can I go with this? So expert companions also encourage people to look forward, seeing their capabilities, their strengths, what they've learned, um, and, um, and to try to figure out how to live life well in the aftermath of these traumas taking something from what they've been going through as uh, a value um, that tells them more about living life well or, or ultimately, like we see at Boulder Crest, coming up with a way of being of service, a benefit to others, yeah. doing something with your life that allows you to serve. Yeah. And I think that's part of your story, Nick. That's part of why you're doing these podcasts and yeah. as part of your active service, I think. I also, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if these two, these two terms are more like a general psychological or do you explicitly suggest them in your articles? So I honest, to be honest, I haven't written, I've read the whole, all of your, all of your work, all of your scholarly work, but, um, the experiential avoidance and cognitive exploration read an article by Scott Kaufman, Scott Barry Kaufman, and yeah. talks about the, how those things are just two aspects of, of just any any traumatic or stressful event, and already uh, not in the not in response to that, just in general responses to life, but just uh, but also 
Could you explain, start with those, how those impact the post-traumatic response? And yeah. uh, and also with that, what Boulder Fest is and what, what you guys, what you do there, what not we do personally, there, what the, or the institute does there. Does well, yes, because uh, first of all, what we've, we've found with post-traumatic growth is um, avoidance is something you want to minimize in the aftermath of trauma, meaning yeah. avoiding um, dealing with the memories of it, yeah. um, of avoiding um, challenges to yourself. Those kinds of avoidances um, keep people down, hold them back. What we try to encourage is people to um, open themselves up to experience, um, be more open rather than avoidant. So yeah. open people up to new ways of seeing things, um, new experiences, new ways of doing things, um, seeing the, their life going forward as uh, um, allowing for possibility and change. So um, that's a lot of what we do at Boulder Crest right. uh, is we have small groups of people in our programs that last about a week, uh, groups of six to eight. Where are these programs are in Boulder Crest, but where is Boulder Crest? Boulder Crest, um, we started in Virginia, uh, outside of Washington, D.C., with our campus there that was built by Ken Falk, who founded the organization back around 2014 or so, um, and um, donated this property and started building it. Uh, and then since then, we've acquired a ranch out in Arizona outside of Tucson, uh, where we have another property. Both of these things, um, both these properties are in rural, beautiful rural areas where we can do a lot of uh, activity outside, um, outdoor activities, as well as more kind of group uh, discussion and classroom activities, uh, where it's all built on this post-traumatic growth model and where people learn uh, first about how trauma impacts people physically and psychologically. So we educate people about that. So they realize that the struggles they're having are not their fault. It's because this is how trauma deals with human beings. So yeah. that's important. Yeah. You let people know that it's not what's wrong with them. It's what's happened to them. Um, and then we help them try to figure out ways to regulate their emotions because in the aftermath of trauma, people have often a lot of anxiety and depression and uh, emotional responses that they have to learn how to manage. And we teach them management techniques like meditation techniques, calming techniques, breathing techniques, ways of thinking that allow people to be more focused and calm. And that's what some of our outdoor activities involve. We we have people work with horses. We have people do archery. We have people do kayaking, all kinds of things, which nice. are calming activities where you have to be in a calm state of mind mm -hmm. in order to do them. Um, so um, so that's part of our program. And then, and then of course, we, we have people talk, disclose about their experiences, but not so much the traumas, 
but what's going to happen next, where they're going, the impact of the trauma on them and where they want to move forward so that they can start to see that there's a story of their life that they're living and they can author that story. They can write their story going forward in a way that includes post-traumatic growth and that ultimately benefits others where they can see themselves as having value in a life of service. Right. So that's the Boulder Crest um, program there in a nutshell. Yes. It takes about a week for people to go through that. But then after that, they have uh, 90 days of additional online experiences and training. Uh, and then they can go up to 18 months with that uh, wow. if they wish. Uh, through different kinds of online resources and meetings that we can have. Um, And we've also um, partnered with other retreat centers throughout the United States. Uh, So this program is offered in some of the retreat centers that are partners in uh, Florida and Georgia, South Carolina, um, Arkansas, Maine, Maine's pretty close. So, yes, it's as close as we get. Yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, Washington State. Um, so we've got a variety of different partners, um, and we're expanding that all the time. So our programs are available uh, uh, through a large geographical area. That's, that's, that's amazing. I've read it so much about this this idea, this concept for post-traumatic growth. And it's just I just felt so good about it because it really speaks to me, like how my journey, because yeah, as you were saying, the point you ran up is these five responses are not steps, step responses, they're not step by step responses. They're just, they just, they occur in different, different roles in different ways. So could you talk with, mention, talk about that? And just in general, what you'd like people to know about post measures, what you, what you and Lawrence Calhoun, Dr. Calhoun, just to me, um, what you what you guys uh, really felt was the important part of the important aspect of post medical that you wanted to get out there. Yes, uh, you know I described these uh, these elements of the process: the education, the emotional regulation, the disclosure, and the development of the narrative or story of one's life, and 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 planning how to be of service. That's something that people can do um, on their own, but hopefully with some expert companions in their lives yeah. that can encourage them. So post-traumatic growth is, is, is something that's available and accessible to people. And we found in our research early on, you know, that when we looked at that process, I mean, most people are going through that without any professional help. Yeah. Uh, this is a natural process yes. that people find their way toward very often along with expert companions. So um, we wrote a, um, we wrote a workbook called the post-traumatic growth workbook. Um, myself and my colleague, Brett Moore from Bouldercrest, uh, so that people can use that to guide themselves through post-traumatic growth. And where is it? Is it available online at all or? Yes, it's available through New Harbinger Press, and you can get through Amazon or Barnes and Noble, any of these online sellers, or New Harbinger Press itself. Um, so you can use the workbook to help guide you through that process. 
ex explains a lot of the, this that we've been talking about today. It has different exercises in it uh, that um, can, you know, you do, do some of the exercises and can, can help you figure out how to move through this process of growth. Right. But like you said earlier, it takes time. This yeah. is not something that's instantaneous. Um, and uh, it's really not so much you arrive at post-traumatic growth. It's a way of living. And that's yeah. what I'd like to emphasize here. And yeah. Dr. Calhoun and I emphasize yeah. it's It's a way of living life that allows con continued growth and development. Um, so it's a perspective. It's a way of living, a way of treating yourself and your relationships with other people, your perspective on living life that allows for continuing growth and development so that you essentially become wiser about yeah. how to live life well. Yeah, no, because I think that's, I think that's so important. It's just, it's just, and by doing that, by always wanting to growing, it's come with such a positive, a positive uh, experience in life. Just that life is just nothing but good things happen or, not say good things, but things happen that you can't, and they're only good and bad in, in retrospect. If you look back on them, which is, a, is if you're going, then it's just part of the learning experience and changes your perspective of those events. It's kind of, I'm not explaining well, but they, you know, get the idea. Um, I hope, I hope so. But uh, yeah, no, I think that's so, that's so important. And, uh, and, uh, and I, I really wouldn't encourage anybody in Canada because that's where I am, and in Newfoundland, in Canada and Newfoundland, 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 whatever I should say, that wants to encourage this, the Bouldergrass type of institute to come to uh, the experience, of what you learn there, to come here, to please uh, reach out to Richard Chesky or myself or me perfectly, because Richard does his own thing in Bouldergrass. But look at Bouldergrass, and where can you find out more about Bouldergrass? Um, you can go online to bouldercrest.org, bouldercrest.org, to our website, and uh, you can find out about more about post-traumatic growth, about the Bouldercrest programs, um, a lot of information there for, for the public, so uh, feel free to contact us that way. Great. Well, I think that's very important, as I was trying to say, but I kind of rambled through it, was that just to... If anybody in Canada wants to experience what but the Bouldercrest has to offer and in Canada within this military, the first responders, and just anybody who's gone through this geostrategic grant, we can figure a way to get these people to know probably the donor donors run this or have donated us their land and their time. So and uh and and also so please just Reach out to me or and look at BoulderPass.org and find a way to reach out to. I've had the opportunity to talk to Josh Goldberg, who is the director of at Virginia. Is that right? That's right. He's the executive director in Virginia. And correct. Executive director. So I've had these great experience to talk to him and uh, we both have been such a positive view of life as well. So it's just, and this is so important to people who have gone through trauma to actually. Was that it's not all it's not PTSD is honestly the only only response to trauma. Although you can't get through PTSD and post traumatic growth, it's not one the one or the other. And uh, 
next file. So we'll let you agenda and I'll explain a bit more of that and then we'll wrap up and I'll say first of all let you end on that, but I'll as well say thank you very much for now. And uh please do not hang up because I will want to say thank you more than just on the podcast. So thank you so much and uh hope you'll see him. But first Dr. Tedeschi Tedeschi will tell us about what post-traumatic growth, post-traumatic stress disorder and post-traumatic growth. And it's not going to not go hand in hand necessarily, but they can coincide. Yes. Well, what I'll have to say post-traumatic growth comes out of the same kind of experiences as post-traumatic stress disorder, um, traumatic experiences. Um, so the the experiences people have that are labeled this post-traumatic stress disorder again are uh, things like um, uh, being more easily startled, uh, having um, flashbacks and uh, un unpleasant memories of trauma, um, being um, yeah. a change in your in your thinking patterns uh, that result in more anxiety and depression, uh, changing in your perspective that makes the world look negative to you. Um, there's all kinds of things like this. Um, that are the consequences of going through trauma for many people. Um, Post-traumatic growth comes out of the same kinds of disturbances uh, in your world and your, your life experience as PTSD, um, but it drives you in a potentially different direction as we've just been describing. This does not mean that all the symptoms of PTSD go away. Uh, they can still be present. Uh, to some degree, but in our programs at Boulder Crest, we see they're uh, much reduced uh, when people start to move towards post-traumatic growth and they're more easily tolerated what, what's left. Um, so um, post-traumatic growth uh, can be something that helps mitigate PTSD, uh, but um, you know it doesn't necessarily make everything about life easy. Um, it doesn't make everything perfect doesn't make everything happy, but it does help people find more meaning. Yes. So, and that can carry you a long way. Excellent. Well, as I said, I started to talk now, but uh, thank you so much for coming on and telling everybody with anything everybody went through brain injury. I think it's important to hear to recognize that this concussion or some more severe brain injury, but and any injury or illness for that matter, event for that matter. But, uh, this podcast is about brain injury. So just want to thank you so much and uh, to encourage everybody to look up boulderclass.org, whether you're in Canada or in the U.S. or anywhere in the world. So I just look it up and uh, and realize that there is there is potential for to to grow, although it may seem dire at the time. But there is there is a definitely you can. It's not it's not always going to be as time goes on. Time it's tough here, but time goes on things. You do a different perspective, but uh, but also you also have to encourage yourself to look for those to really read Dr. Tetsky's work and find out how you can encourage this sort of sort of response. So uh, I hope that that's legitimate what I'm saying there. But uh, uh, but thank you so much, Dr. Tetsky, and please listen again soon. And then please and please everybody, please check out his bulletcrest.org. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Nick. Thanks.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.